Welcome back to Dungeons and Designers. This is episode six of our second campaign, and today we're joined by Andrew Kolb. Hi, Andrew. How's it going? Hey. Hello. Thanks for having me. We have to pretend like we haven't been talking for the last ten minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the magic the of podcast. <laughs> this is not the first time we've spoken. Right. Um, for people who aren't familiar with Andrew, uh, you can find him on Instagram at Kolb is neat. The reason I'm familiar with you is because of the Masters of One podcast where they were talking, I, I believe they had mentioned your work before Neverland, but I had gotten really interested because you released a book called Neverland and it's a 5e compatible setting. Am I explaining that close enough to what you would? Yeah, because it's pretty, it's pretty like crunch light. Like there's, there's like lots of, like there's enough rules that if you're using fifth edition, it would work. But also if you were like using Pathfinder or something else, I think it's, it's not so reliant on that system that it only works with that system. Yeah. And you illustrated, you wrote everything, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I should explain entirely what it is. So Just it's, real a, quick. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a system book based off of like Neverland. So if you want your players to, or if you want to run an adventure in Neverland, uh, it's got everything you need. It's got characters it's got a bunch of maps there's like the island map which is broken up into different hexes so i've kind of structured it as like a hex crawl so you move to almost like different tiles on a board uh and kind of explore there's maps to each area there's like different factions in different parts of the island there's there's hopefully enough that you can run i mean i've run a game for more now into a year and a half so yeah and uh, if everyone if the people listening to this dig back in the masters of one podcast there is i believe two episodes they recorded with you right yeah yeah it was one long it was yeah it was one long episode that we split into two, right. two. uh so yeah lots of lots of stuff so uh, that's but that's it, it that's the book it was clear that you could run a setting with this book and using some of the D rules and on like a uh, a meta level in the back of the book you put like your sketches and some of your process to making the book which uh us being a podcast primarily for designers uh, that was my favorite part. And it was like a little Easter egg. Like, I was like, this is a real cool setting. And I was like flipping through it at the end. I was like, whoa, there's like sketches and style explorations. And it was um, for people on YouTube. Is it okay if I show some of it? Sure. Yeah, of course. So on the bottom here, like you can see like the sketches and how they got to that part. And it's just like, mm, they made me so happy to see the back <laughs> of this book. And what's funny is that was a, like a real late addition because we had like, based on all the content we had just for production, a couple extra blank pages. So they asked, what did you want to put in? And like, do we want like blank pages for notes or like grids for people that had their own maps? And I was reading Hellboy at that point or rereading through Hellboy. And at the back of the kind of like library editions, he like includes his early sketches and basically the same, I just like copied what he did. Cause I loved, I was like, oh, I love seeing what he's done or what this has like gone into this comic. So I think maybe others would like it. Uh, and so I appreciate you specifically calling that out because it was a real kind of like, like at the buzzer call that I was just like, yeah. hey, here's all my junk that I put in. Please, <laughs> please format this. So let's make this work. And no, it seems to be, I think like good. why, why it stood out to me in the first place is just that uh, I'm a huge Peter Pan Disney fan. And I was like, this is really cool. And like me and my brother who's here, like we watched Peter Pan a lot. Um, and when I like opened up, it was like, oh wow, this is like not just a typical 5e setting, right? It's like a designed book. 
And it looks like it came from someone like me who would like care as much about the setting as they do the art. And the back is like, oh, right. he knows his audience. He knows who's, who's picking this up. <laughs> uh, well, also like as my background being in design before kind of transitioning to illustration, I like using other rule books or setting books. It's like, oh, I can't like I can't work with this. I need to like cut all the pages out, like photocopy, cut all the pages up and rearrange them in a three ring binder so I can use it functionally. So that's I essentially just like designed the book that I wish other setting books would be not as a slight against other setting books I think it's just like I this is one of the few things that I can like really regularly use on my own that I've also made so I might as well make it as as much to what I need as possible it's just like a very it's the the biggest vanity project I could do yeah (laughs) and then in addition to this you released another book called recently um uh, Necronomicorp and it was like a what is it um Inktober right collection of illustrations yeah, so that was uh, in a completely different vein because uh, totally most of my time is illustration. The uh, like month of October when there's like a, a bunch of different art prompts and that I took the prompts from a, an, a, an illustrator and then made a ser- like, essentially like a product catalog off of them. So each spread has the product illustration and then like the coupon for that product or like the kind of like if you were to get the catalog from Necronomicorp, then what would it look like? So Perfect. that's that's it. Yeah. And people can find all this in other prints and books and other materials that you made on colbisneat.com, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that links to my shop and Perfect. to other various sites. It's all it's all there. Cool. And we'll share all this in the description or whatever of the podcast. And then uh, we'll we'll sum it up at the end again. But I think oh, great. for now, let's just get back into D D. Um Peg can't release her podcast because they're in a cave and there's no signal. And really, uh, you guys took like a, a short rest in this room that you had defeated a metallic gargoyle thing that came alive, right? But mm-hmm. uh, when you even took your short rest, you guys were attacked. So I think everyone in here needs to be as quiet as possible. So there's no room for you to record your Correct. your newsletter thing. Um, How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you guys were still able to take your long rest so everyone's health can go back up. You're in this small kind of uh, 20 by 30 foot room with the fallen android gargoyle at the feet. Um, the the android that has been accompanying you, uh, I believe uh, last, I guess, you know, yesterday, uh, the character's name was uh, Mr. Forrest. Sir? Mr. Forrester, or Sir Forrester. Sir Forrester. Sir, like, <laughs> a Sir Forrester. Uh, like a sandwich. But having the robot having shut down and to like recharge for the night, as you all know, the memory will have been wiped. So that is where we're going to start our, our session today. You guys are all sort of waking up in this small room. There's an android in the corner or against the wall maybe who, when waking, will not recognize you. You guys, all the, you know, our normal players have relied on... Um, his his companion to kind of reset his memory each day but because you guys got caught in this in this cave system he's not with you anymore so he can't aid you in this and scene start (laughs) uh so he's starting to stir a little bit are they starting to stir or maybe you're starting to stir okay (laughs) I don't stare. Yeah, I think the android is just standing probably facing the wall uh just uh, motionless um, Wick is going to grab the shield that the giant robot had last week before it, it or the microchip looking thing that it was mm-hmm. hitting her with. Yeah. And just kind of drag it over there and just put a hand on the 
the androids back and say, hey, are you are you OK? Uh, we came in here. It looked like you had just gotten hit by this. Are, are you doing OK? And, that's, and, if, and if that is me, then I t- <laughs> then the android turns around and says, good morning. Uh, nice to meet you. I am. Whatever name you want. And it just waits. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it says, oh, very well. Good morning. I am O. And you are? Oh, I'm I'm Wick. It's it's nice to meet you, O. And Wick is a 411 Kinku Raven humanoid type creature who when she speaks, uh, it comes from an electric voice box that sounds a lot like this voice that I'm using right now. <laughs> Okay. Just for convenience and so that I don't have to speak in a high-pitched kinku voice. Not so that she, you couldn't do that. Fantastic. Don't make me do it. <laughs> I, I have to read to the kids every night, and I've been putting in the practice. I got, I got my reps in. Yeah. <laughs> and she just offers a claw up to Owen and says, Good morning. It's nice to meet you. I'm glad you're doing okay. Um, we're Me and my friends, and she kind of points back at the other two, just are going to go check out the rest of the cave. Uh I hate to leave you in here alone. You look kind of beat up. Would you like to maybe come with us? She says, this, or they say, that is wonderful. Uh, and who are your friends? Uh, I'm going to kind of drop the microchip unceremoniously and just turn around and walk over and say, this is Peg and wave yeah, very. I'm kind of curled up in a ball sleeping. And, and this, okay. this is the trash elf. <laughs> Hello. LSR. Uh, and Oez at this point picked up the microchip uh, and is like kind of like hastily following uh, Wick as uh, the introductions are made uh, and then drops it and then explains, you dropped this. And then also says, good morning to both of you. Good morning. Okay. <laughs> she looks at it. Not convinced she can carry this around the entire time because this microchip weighs probably about as much as she does. Yeah, it's big. Assuming the, <laughs> yeah, the Android can carry this without issue tonight. You, you could. <laughs> Yeah, so um, what happened before taking their long rest? I've got those hollow bird bones. They came <laughs> into this room and there was like a table with an android statue. And the statue was holding out like uh, with arms outstretched this computer chip that had wires coming out of it. And it almost created like a, a sun motif, but to tech. Gotcha. And uh, the android had come alive and started attacking them with this chip. And then one of them disarmed it. And it was Mm-hmm. So then there was this chipling on the ground. So it's big. It's like, you know, a couple feet, but like uh, pretty light metal. So yeah, if you wanted to pick it up, you could. Um, and it just so happens to be sitting in front of the door now, right? I think you guys put it in front of the door. <laughs> until so I mo- Until I moved it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. In addition, in addition to this like kind of broken up Android gar- uh, gargoyle type thing, uh, there's also a small crab-like android thing that came in and attacked them at the night they kind of came under the door so in addition to like three strangers there's just like metal robotic bits kind of a shroud um and just because we didn't get the peg update you guys were attacked by stagletites that fell from the ceiling but were actually worms uh you found mechanical traps in one of the rooms so that you know this is all just natural like people are living or working down here you saw a giant uh, like ravine where when you look down into it, you couldn't see the floor. It was just darkness. Um, so that's, for, that was instead of for you, Andrew, that was really for, for my normal players who might not remember the kind of the things that we tried to go through last week. 
but now you're there. Never Great. forget. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're we're going to attempt to use Owlbear again today. So I'm going to bring up the map for people watching on YouTube. Um, but like noise, we'll explain what we're doing. So you guys are in this small room. Uh, our squares this week are 10 by 10 feet, so they're quite large, so you guys can fit all four of you in one. There's a door to your north that you guys kind of locked and kind of tried to secure shut. Everything in this room is um, kind of like carved stone, almost like a cement texture. On the outside of this door is more like a rough cave wall. So it's like this has been finished off and nice. If you guys open the door, you're back into a more natural cave system. What would you guys like to do? Always oh, just standing there, yeah. ready, ready and waiting. The doors I'll, I'll leave open. The, yeah. Leave the room. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave <laughs> the room. I was planning to like crowbar it open. This is so easy. Okay. Yeah. You guys came in. You can easily leave. Woohoo! Once you exit, uh, Wick's gonna look back at O and say, "Hey, we can just leave this microchip unless you'd like to bring it. I have no affection attached to it." So I guess O picks it up and says, "Uh." I don't think I have any need for this, and then drops it, uh, and then points to kind of the other debris around the room and says, do we have any need for this? Not at the moment. No, we can circle back if we end up needing any. Thank you so much for asking, though. Let's go join them and head out. Two thumbs up, and then follows out. Doop, doop, doop. Cool. So as you guys exit the door, you guys came from the left side, so you're most likely going towards the right. Am I mm -hmm. right to assume that? Mm. I would assume that. That's what I would want. Cool. Uh, oh, would not assume this and ask, what's to the left? <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> so, Very <not> well. <laughs> and then turns and starts walking to the right. <laughs> so as you guys walk, the, the cave is still um, quite rough. But when you kind of get all the way down to the east side, uh, let's see if that updates. It did, yay. Oh, perfect. Um, Look at it wow. work. Yeah, today it's... We're, we're cooking with oil today. Man, Albert, it always works. <laughs> um, so you guys go down this case system. It's extremely roughed out and looks very similar to the entrance, right? There's no like repetitive stalactites or anything like that. So you, you can feel a little bit safe, but oh, it's goodness. just a natural case system that kind of wise. And on either side, there are metal doors with um, kind of idle screens, like idle uh, displays on them. And then below the display, do you guys know like those rotating drop-off bins at post offices? I think they're called barrel drop-offs. You like pull it and it rotates and you can put a package in and then you can shut it. Are you talking hmm. about like a mailbox? Like yeah, a mailbox. like that. The blue ones? Yeah, but they have like, it's a big, so it's made for like a package, not envelopes. That's fancy. And what a niche piece of knowledge to know what that's called. I put that up there with like knowing what the end of a shoelace is called. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. Nah. <laughs> eaglet or something um so yeah both doors have a display that's off and below it is like one of these kind of drop-off bins i want to make another stupid aside real quick because i love the <laughs> fact that we're recording a D, D podcast and what i think makes us nerdy is knowing the strange name to think <laughs> yeah our our shoelace and mailbox facts <laughs> um so yeah you guys see both these doors uh, there's no handles or any sort of um, keypad. They're just like sheets of metal in a frame with an idle screen and a, a, a box, a drop box below it. Okay. So as I, if I were to make my way over there um, towards the center of the room, 
Does anything happen to me <laughs> as I'm walking? Yeah. No, no. This, if I if I was, I'm if not. I was. So, yeah. No, it's it's back to fairly dark. So you guys are probably using your flashlights again. Um, space torch. Space torch. Yeah, your space torch. No need. Yeah. So uh, LSR is just using their light, or he would be seeing dark vision. Um, but yeah. Nothing is attacking you. Nothing is falling on you. You're just trying to traversing over rough rock. So maybe it's a little bit slower than normal, but nothing is is harming you. Okay. I want to slink over to the right door and see if I touch the screen, if anything happens, if I put my hand on it. So when you get to the right one, the screen flickers and you see just um, like thousands of faces just circling through. And the one you went to the one on the right. So this one, the faces start speaking, and at first it's very choppy and um, mechanical and like glitchy. But then you hear it say, "Pay with a life to enter." Pass. Mm-hmm. Another left one. So oh, oh, goes over to oh goes over to Peg and says, uh, "What's this that you've got here?" I honestly don't know, but these things. Does my face appear at all? Or is these are different faces? It's different faces. You might see Tabaxi. You might see Halfling. It's like all different races and faces and um, quickly cycling through. But the mouths continuously line up and finish the sentence off. Nah, creepy. <laughs> Let's go over and, to the other one and try that one. Oh, yeah, sorry, I had oh. the left one. I just wanted to know what is it that they're saying because it didn't quite catch it. I don't know either, Ken. It says, it says, pay, oh God, say it, again. it says, pay with a life to enter. <laughs> pay with a life? Yeah. Uh, and then I guess O turns back to the other two uh, and says, Elisar, Wick, do we have any extra lives? Uh, at this point, I had already shuffled over to the left, the left door. Once they said pay with a life, I just walked away. Wick, Wick is kind of hanging back in between both, not approaching the either door first so when O turns back she just shrugs and says I don't know not yet <laughs> then O enthusiastically goes over to LSR and says and what are you doing over here and as you guys I have no clue as you guys I both get the panel as you guys both approach this door it's the same thing the same like circling of faces and um cycling in and out and this one says sufficient tech will gain you entry okay that turned to uh oh and I'm like you seem like sufficient tech <laughs> I absolutely am sufficient tech. And then turns to the door and says, I am sufficient tech. No, and then Wick runs over. No. <laughs> <he's> <laughs> the door. Yeah. Wick's trying to run. Oh, as you like touch the door, nothing happens. Um, what do you guys want to do? Like, it, it, I, uh, it doesn't audibly react go. Wick huh. runs back. I like grab his hand. I'm like, tries to grab his other hand. Like, hey, hold on, hold on. Um, do you remember those crab, those some of those parts in the other room we just saw oh i do we were to leave them behind yeah let's go grab some of those i think i've changed my mind let's go grab a couple of those pieces excellent There's a idea. slot here oh can you fit your body into this no no, no hold on ignore him <laughs> don't, don't let's listen. go grab some of those pieces <laughs> yeah i don't know can i fit in? <laughs> no, she tries to grab his arm and pulling him back and you, the other you room. clearly cannot it's only about a foot yeah. wide ah. tries to like slide a hand through but doesn't yeah. <laughs> rip his leg off and yeah. the... very well no 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 i didn't say that out loud. It's like it's it's like, yeah, it's like... that was out of character all right so wake's gonna try to pull o back in, into the other room if 
Oh no, I will gladly go along okay. and grab cards. Yeah, so you guys go back, you grab like just like the random bits, maybe like handfuls of pieces. Um, yeah, we do that. Yeah, and if you come back, you can open up that little drawer and they will easily fit in. Hmm, convenient. Yeah. Uh, What's up? Or I had a memory blip. I think you already said it, but Go I was wondering it. if the other screen looked exactly the same. Yeah, they I were. Think you said yes. They were identical. Yeah. That you can't tell if the face is matched up, right? It was just yeah. cycling through in and out, um, but it was the same effect, and the they're almost ex- identical in in form factor. Okay, sounds good. Cool. So you guys put in this kind of space junk TM, and you close the the drawer, and uh, the faces um, kind of cycle in and out and go, you may enter. And as it says that, the door kind of sinks into the floor slowly. No, it's like on tiptoes trying to peek over as it's, as it's descending down. So as the door goes down, and, uh, Andrew Cole O oh, looks over the closing door. And what you see in there, I can only describe in like modern terms, would look like a big pop, uh, a prop room in this cave. So when you look in, you see tons of shelves of just different items. Um, You'll see like hats, uh, tools, just tons and tons of things. And the door will come to a close uh, all the way down to the ground. Uh, And then O turns back to the others and said, is this what we're looking for? No, but I love it. (laughs) That. (laughs) I want actual clothes. So is there a rack with like, with shirts and pants? Oh yeah, it's tons of stuff. Um, and it doesn't just look like halfling things like the local city. It you, You'll see things from like your home world and things that you would have seen on Lathander's Ring. It's just like a giant accumulation of different props. As if like you went to Hollywood and you went to like a random prop room for like various movies. Um, it's just like rows and rows of stuff. Now I'm getting a little freaked out because I'm putting it together that the screens are all different races of people and that this might be their clothes that I'm really confused. And it all looks clean or used? Clean. Clean? Yeah. Is there if, a drow section? Yeah. I scoot that one. Yeah. And there's even stuff that kind of looks like it'd be from the first ring, right? So where most of the stuff looks new and untouched, other things like purpose, purposely aged. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um. I'm going to get a pair of, like, green pants and a white shirt to change into. Sure. And, I don't know, that's <laughs> not ripped and cut. Oh, well, it already have, like, a little hole in it for my tail. That's perfect, because it's for me. And, um, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. And then I guess O will say, are we all changing clothes now? And then go to just a random section and pick something. <laughs> like, probably garish. Uh, but <laughs> it, it works. Yeah. Wick does not go change clothes. She has um, never really thought about clothes that much. And she's not any dirtier than she ever really thought she was before. So maybe she would clean up before she went to work if she was still at work, but she's good for now. So she's going to go check out. You said there was like tables with props and stuff. Yeah. So uh, on the map, for people watching the videos, like those light areas those kind mm-hmm. of lighter green. Those are just represent like shelves. So there's like tons okay. of shelves. Um, and there's probably even more than I have drawn on this map, right? Like that's just like a suggestion. 
um, and they're taller than you, right? So Wick, you wouldn't even be able to touch the top shelves because they go all the way to the ceiling. So maybe some of them are even 20 foot tall. She's looking for a hat, maybe like a large wicker hat or something. Yeah. You, you guys could like any sort of um, non-vital object, like just like random aesthetical type stuff you guys can totally grab. It's like DLC for your favorite video game. Mm. Nice. So she finds a big straw hat, puts it on it, and runs over to Peg. And while she's running over to Peg, she reaches into her bag and pulls out a mask that fits her face. But it looks like a raven skull. And when she sits on her face, she's like, what do you think? How's it look? And I'm turned around. And when I see her, I immediately jump. And they're like, oh, wicked. See, that looks great. That's hilarious. Where are those from? (laughs) Yeah. Um, The mask I already had for... (laughs) reasons and she slips it off and puts it back in her bag but i just found the hat over there that's pretty cool i feel like there's always a halo uniform that comes in this section wonder where that is okay halo uniform (laughs) it's like always the dlc suit yeah um and then while you guys walk around you see two doors to your right to like the east and then one door down below kind of through the hallway of of shelf stacks and there's nothing else like um, you'll see the door, that bottom door that you guys tried to open up before. That one's still like locked and closed. Um, and on this side, so I'm talking about like the west, bottom west door. Um, mm-hmm. That just kind of looks like a metal sheet still. These other doors will have door handles. Yeah, does it look unassuming like we had come in through some kind of back door? Yeah, possibly. Or, okay, we don't know yet. Um, Are there any like... Do I see any items around that aren't stage props that could be like potions or something? No, nothing like that. These are all very um, like objects to change your appearance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if I walk up, did you say what we see to the north? No, let me let me see if we can get that to change <laughs> real quick. And not reveal too much. Um, no, so up there, if you go up there, you in this room, you can hear sounds of manufacturing coming from up there, um, like metal. So do you want to go up there? Yeah, and I think seeing uh, Peg kind of veer off from the kind of uh, shelves, O will join uh, and ask if we are looking for sounds. You know, the only thing that we know about what's happening here is that we were told there was this monster that's taking children and I was expecting this cave to be just completely natural. But as soon as we came in, we saw these stalactites turn into crazy worms. And then we saw that robot room. And so I'm leading. I'm thinking that there's more here than we originally thought. So I'm going to go towards these sounds. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's, the more you hear about uh, mechanical noises, let me know, because maybe that's the root of what we're trying to find. Okay, so we're looking for mechanical noises and children. And then yes. she does that. <laughs> Bingo. Exactly, oh. <laughs> Very well. I'm going to go up this left side. What I can say is when you guys go up that left side, uh, both left and right meet up again. So it's kind of just like there was like a rock column from, from, this, from the ceiling came down. As you go, you should be able to see it now. As you go in, what you see immediately is a giant... Um, machine 
and there are small droids flying around it, welding spots and building it. And then from like this big hole, you see giant uh, robotic looking legs that are kind of built into the ground. It's not on and it doesn't look finished at all. But what you're what you're seeing is like this big machine being assembled in front of you. Mm. So O turns to Peg and says, I have found machinery. Now we just need to find the children. Perfect. Yes. And I don't know what to do with this. This is horrifying. Um uh, Wick, what do you think? We could try some other doors, or we could maybe search around here. Wick kind of peers around Alisar says, um, I'm gonna say we try the other way away from that giant robot <laughs> just real quick and so maybe we go down south try that one let's try it so uh, and, start. O, and O <laughs> goes to flag down the like flying robots like hello I yeah. want to see this <laughs> yeah and as you do that the those robots don't react at all Right, um, where you have like sentience, these look like they're, they're they're built for one purpose, and they're just doing their jobs and like running through their programs. But what you do here is, oh, like at the south, like in the middle of the hole, you see a halfling, and he turns around and goes, "Hey, where are you? Who are you?" Uh, and O I, turns. I mean, O looks at the halfling and says, "Hello, I am O, and who are you?" And I think at this point, I'm sure the others probably hear, like, we're ready to leave this area, but have now heard that O is actively engaging with someone <laughs> they did not see before. Where is O? Because Wick is running, trying to... Yeah, O's like, right. Stop. O's pretty close to the machine In at this there. point. <laughs> yeah, he's like 10 feet, 5 feet from the machine. Um, yeah. Happily. Just, so what Wick a great day. run behind him until right about that corner before he exposed and kind of yeah stops to assess the situation so so this little halfling um he's kind of as almost assaulting uh oh with questions about like how did you get in here what are you doing down here wick when you turn that corner um and i guess elsar is kind of there too you guys both see that this is this elf uh this halfling is chorus the one who who sent that zip line down here the one who it told is you chorus yeah um so the one, the, the halfling that like told you all the information had a zip line like ready to get you here. He's down mm -hmm. here already. And he's like walking around the machines and caught off guard. So she comes out after she sees who it is. I was like, oh, chorus. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah. And uh, chorus, what you were probably expecting is uh, kind of like a reaction of joy he looks terrified and he, he looks at you and goes, how did you get it all the way over here? Like all the uh, way over I, here. Yeah, I think O will be like, well, we entered through the door to the South and then came through the room full of clothing. And now we are here. No, before we found you, buddy, what do you mean all the way over oh. here? It, we <laughs> like, we, you, buddy. <laughs> we, this was the cave you sent us to. This was directly connected to the spot you shot us to. Yeah, and as as you're like trying to explain and understand, 
you watch Chorus start running at you. And when then like when he's like within 10 feet, you watch his entire body start shifting through um different appearances, just like the screens on the door. Don't like that. That makes sense. Sounds like a trap. Yeah, yeah. I think I oh would step in front or between this uh halfling and uh and wick uh Slowly and say why are you running? <laughs> and when you get in there, the the halfling jumps, tackles you, and rolls. And immediately when he like uh, reaches you and touches you, you guys both turn in. Like he turns his form into you. So on the ground there are is now two O's and uh. um, wrestling. And I need you guys to all roll initiative. So the way we're gonna kind of do this is if you guys are trying to attack the imposter um oh you obviously can't attack because right. you can't attack yourself you guys all all need to roll like a perception check to well first you'll do your attack and see if you hit or not if you hit you'll have to do a perception check to see if you actually hit the right person i got a 12 me too okay let me get my i'm breath. glad you said that because what i was i just figured i would tell the real o to do something that would put himself in danger because the shapeshifter would never do that I mean, you can try that still, right? You you could still communicate. The only thing I want to do is explain how combat, like actually attacking imposter versus O is. You can still do any clever action you want, uh, including yes. O. <laughs> I mean, you're going to have lots of time before O gets sacked. Uh, my first roll, a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's free with initiative, but a one. Um, if anyone else is curious, since I accidentally got to name the android, it's two O's and an H. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, Dan, what's LSR rolling for initiative? Twenty. Okay, LSR, you're LSR, you're the first one. Um, the icons we have on the map, we can just ignore them, right? This is combat; it's all close corners. You guys are all within thirty feet, so you get your movement. Um, there's two L two O's kind of down in the floor in front of Wick. How uh, like light is it in here? So that's that's a good question. Um, that cave that you were in before the doors was is very dark. When you got into the pop room, um, the entire ceiling was lit. And as you mm -hmm. come out here, the chamber is much taller and there's like industrial lights. So in here, um, I would consider it bright light. In the corners, like in the very outside the corners, you might be able to find shadows. There's also like uh, raw rock and boulders, you know, further away from the machine if you guys are looking for like half cover or something like that. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll uh, shoot the robot pile. Okay. 11. Yeah. So I was like, you just go up for the shot and you, you, just, you don't care. You just shoot. But in their tumbling, you like hit the ground next to them. Ah, better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Risky business. All right, Peg. Um, so this was a trap the whole time. It seemed way too good to be true. <laughs> It would be um, weird that uh, the halfling who was like, I've got a job for you, and then just had a zip line in a cart that could shoot a zip line all the way across a ravine. It does Annie, seem a yeah. little sketch now, maybe. And this is <laughs> the like, same guy, right, who is like, if uh, you give or you find the missing children, uh -huh. I will do all of the repairs for free. Uh -huh. And interesting. Right. It, it sounded um, so good, didn't it? Yeah. Like, mm. Um, too good to be true I knew it <laughs> well O believes them yeah, yeah. even guess. the robot that's attacking him right now is like yeah whatever you say man. 
support. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where are the children? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that. Like, did you find the children out loud and see what they say in reaction? Sorry, I'm moving characters around. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you say that and, and Chorus, um, he's not even answering anymore, right? He's just trying to take out this other android that kind of got in the uh, way of him attacking Wick. I don't know if O would get to respond as well. Go for it. The real O yeah. will say, oh, is, I'm not sure if this is a child. <laughs> it does not <laughs> seem to be a child. <laughs> yeah. And, and once you start answering, Chorus goes, did I find a child? Did I find a child? Ah, <laughs> uh, Well, I'm going to attack the other one. Okay. The, the did, because that doesn't make sense. The did I find a child? And uh, it's 22 to hit. I'm going to attack with my rod under... So wait, you want to attack? You gotta the... do a perception roll or something for that. Oh, you really? for sure will, but yeah, because okay. you, right you can't you can't just uh, like, observe. I choose the oh. correct one. <laughs> Let's but, take us no. back outside of the game real quick. Yeah, because you did a terrible job impersonating. <laughs> oh yeah, how would I do that? There's no child. That's not how I was been talking for the last thirty minutes. Like, oh no, there's no, a difference I said between how they talk. Is this a child? Right, and there's gonna be. Um, with him taking his appearance, like his voice is taken, but he's also copying mannerisms. Um, yeah, how so, do I do this? Okay. Well, you could just attack and have like a 50-50 chance of your perception being all right. <laughs> yeah, because I rolled a two for perception. Oh. So I guess I'm just going to try to attack both their legs. Well, you Split could... the difference. <laughs> yeah. All right, do your attack. Uh, 22 to hit. Oh, that definitely hits. Yeah. Can't come up with a more clever solution in the moment. Um, sorry, y'all. It's going to be six damage, I guess, divided up between the two of them. No, six damage goes straight to O because you failed the <laughs> perception check. Awesome. So you did, yeah, you land your attack <laughs> on one of the androids, uh, but you can't tell who. Yeah, they both are talking about children now. That's my turn. All right, Wick. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look at Peg, like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, oh, real quick. Use your hand and shoot a laser at the giant robot you guys were just building. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know if I could do that this turn, but yeah, I will. You can go for it. Will... We'll let you... Yeah, both of them. If, if O does, the chorus O also just reaches okay. out and goes to shoot just like you asked. And is the movement pretty, like, almost one-to-one? -one? Like, just like just a hair's right yeah. after? Like, it's almost... Okay, yeah. gotcha. So it's, then, yeah, absolutely. O goes very well, and then go, and then I think that the other one just essentially copies it. So you see, like two blasts coming from the hand, and just hit the machine behind you. And one of the flying droids comes down and starts to like start repairing it. Ooh, nice. Okay. Well, then let's just try to. I'm gonna try to hit the one I think it is, the one that maybe hit the robot a little lower than the other one and did a little less damage. <laughs> the same move. That's a nat 20 to hit. That hits. Let's do it. And perception check. Yeah, do your per perception check. 16. Yeah, all right, you'll get the right one. Okay. For, uh... That's a seven damage and since i hit the right one i'm going to use my bonus attack for flurry Wait, of blows was seven with your double dice roll 
Oh, no, that was one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's uh, 12 altogether. Okay. And then Flurry of Blows, two more on Arm Strikes. 10 does not hit. Mm-mm. Does a 13? Uh, no, I don't believe okay. so. Then neither of my Flurry of Blows hit. But I got that first 12 damage. Yeah. So both androids have now been damaged. One, a, a decent amount more. Um, okay so that's gonna come down to uh, chorus's turn and being the other android that wick just hit he's gonna kind of roll over oh and then go in for another um just like a a unarmed type of attack uh on who on oh yeah Yeah. So you you watch as, and you don't know if it's O or Chorus attacking, right? Like you just watch one of the androids on the ground attack the other. Uh, Does a 21 hit O? Does a 21 hit O? It does. (laughs) Probably. All right. uh, But by a hair's breadth. (laughs) He does seven damage. Okay. And then, oh, your turn. Natural one. Thank you. Uh, so, sorry, I just got to track my health. Um, quickly turning to the party, uh, O confirms, are we engaging in combat? Yes. It appears uh, so. And then, and then you see, I don't know, I, I, maybe we could define what O looks like. Like, what? at least what do his eyes, like, what do their eyes look like? Yeah, so you're both very humanoid-looking androids. I believe your eyes... On the art is like a, a, a turquoisey green. Okay. And you're both wearing, uh, well, you just changed, didn't you? You're both wearing like purple uh, suit pants and a green suit jacket. I don't know what you would want to wear now. Um, Joker aesthetic. No, that's absolutely what I'm going for. Stripes and plaid all yeah. day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I think what's, what's most notable is after engaging with the the rest of his or their comrades, then. Uh, not chorus. Well, maybe, but uh, O's eyes dilate and turn red, uh, and then just goes, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kool Aid man." <laughs> and what I will say is, like, while you're doing your your rolls, um, I'm gonna give everyone advantage on perception checks from now on because of that, like, request of like, "Are we attacking?" The other one just automatically like went for strikes. So even though they're still moving around and it's going to be confusing on which one is which, you'll get advantage because like you, you at least at, for this moment right now, know which one's which. All right. What, okay. what attack are you doing? Uh, so to confirm, I can do two melee attacks. Yes. Then I'm doing two rocket punches. <laughs> yeah. So the way rock punches work is like you get a little thruster out of your, your elbow and okay. they uh, go in real, real, real nice and hard. Great. So just uh, just Pacific Rim it, I just go boom, boom, uh, right into the torso of Chorus. Um, so it looks like I've rolled a 19 and a 13. Okay, 19 hits. 13 does not. Okay. Uh, so five points of damage. Uh, oh, yeah, of fire damage. Perfect. Oh, no, that's the laser. Sorry. Then it'll be bludgeoning damage. Yeah, no worries. So five damage. Yeah. And then we're going to go back to LSR. The frustrated with my last miss, I'm gonna reload and fire off again. Uh, 14. Okay, 14 does hit. 
can we get a perception check with advantage? And you're trying to get a 15. Oh, no. I got one. It's all the way over there, though. But you get a roll, so, too. Advantage. Right, 21. It was 21. Oh, okay, yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, and then I will shoot. And I think in addition to, like, Chorus's response, one is looking much more damaged now. <laughs> Got, uh, nine. Uh, yeah, nine. Not bad. Okay. Peg. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go towards the other one. Do you want to roll perception now? Nope. You're gonna do your attack. See if you hit. All if right. the hit lands, then perception is to see which one it hits. It's a ten. You know, it's uh, ten will not hit. Sorry. Yeah, so I just, like, thunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Is that is it be a turn? So we're gonna go yeah. straight to Wick. Yeah. yeah, you're good. You're good. Sometimes you just get a turn missed. I used to play a cleric. Maybe one of every five turns I actually did damage. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Wick. Um, she's just gonna come up, try to flurry of blows. I don't know, just unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, 18 to hit. Hits, so do your perception with advantage. First one's at 8. And then a 21 second time. Okay, You're, you will be damaging the right one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 4. You will not be damaging it much, though. But then I'm going to do an unarmed strike bonus yeah. action. Yeah. Not, a, not a flurry of blows, just a regular unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, nope, I'm not. That's an 11. Mm. No, that's a miss. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. All right. Uh, the back elbow strike didn't connect. Yeah, so as you come down for your, your hit and miss, uh, the O you were trying to hit, which you hit once successfully, is going to go for an attack on you as you kind of like come right down next to it. Okay. Uh Okay, 23, that's a hit. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be 10 damage. And then, oh, your turn. Uh, just like full of enthusiasm and rage, O runs over to the other O uh, and grabs the head of this other O with their hands and tries to blast it with his laser blast. Uh, <laughs> so. uh, natural one and a 14. Okay, 14 hits. Great. It's like the dude from the boys with his laser vision. <laughs> uh, four points of four points of damage. Okay. Of fire damage, as you see, it's just head yeah. laid up, just yeah, like wild lasers. Okay. <laughs> at, at this point, LSR, you can either make a conscious decision to set to attack the one that's head is like on fire, or the other one. Um, totally up to you. Well, I know which one's which. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, but like, do I know which one is the real O? I think you've gotten, you're, you're getting it, yeah. Okay, then I'll attack the one with the fire. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> so you fire another one to the ground. Yeah, maybe, like, oh. maybe you're just distracted by like this carnage of the lasers going through the guy's head. <laughs> Uh, it's peg. The droids. I have ADD. It's the droids upset. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> peg. Yeah, I'm gonna um try to get in there and 
We have advantage on perception only, right? No, you don't even need a perception anymore. You can just do your raw attacks. Yeah, yeah. We're just going. Um, I got a 20 to hit. That definitely then, hits. Um, I'm going to take my rod and kind of swing it like a baseball bat at, okay. the, at his back. Um, What's the intention? To, I don't, to decommission him. Okay, <laughs> But he's cool. a person. Not to kill him, but to knock him out. And his head's already on fire, so I don't want my rod to go on, like, to be as you, damaged. I think as you strike, you say, just enough. <laughs> this, is a, this is a moral dilemma. Yeah, I, I go for your attack. Don't worry. I don't know. <laughs> he's probably already dead. Like, he's not, he's not, yeah, he's not looking great. <laughs> it's nine points of damage. Okay, yeah, don't worry. You don't have to be the one to kill it, but uh, it will die. Wick? <laughs> What would you like to try to do now? There's no one else in this room, right? Just the droids. And there's like a bunch of them all all circling around the machine, repairing the He's two holes. also our only hope of finding out why he lied to us. That's true. And misled us to this situation, right? That, w- that we know of. Could if be. I put the fire out and tie him up, mm. will he die or... Is that a total waste of a turn? I don't. I don't think it'd be a waste of a turn. Okay. I'm, in, I'm into this. Not that you can hear me. <laughs> I mean, a good way to tell the O's apart is the one that's bound and the one that's not. Right. Yeah. So the one that's on fire, <laughs> severely burned and disoriented. Okay. So just give me a an unarmed attack, and we'll use that just to see if you can get over there and. 15 plus 520. Yeah, all right, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. So you you take your rope and you start circling the guy who's kind of on fire and looking rougher. Um, if I need to heal him, I can do that too. Like, that's why I was asking, like, if he's that close to dying. Oh, no. He's got a little bit of life. Okay. Um, so we're going to pause combat. If we get back into it for some reason, we'll use the same initi- uh, initiative. But there is now... I guess I throw dirt on his head to try to put the fire out Okay, yeah, just rub his head in the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just extra hard, just to get the point across. Okay, so you you have who you think is Chorus, who you know is Chorus, tied up. O is probably standing by now. No, O is still actively and enthusiastically trying to fight. So I think while oh, Wick, or while yeah, while Wick is binding him up, yeah. I think Chorus goes in, or not. I'm, yeah, who am yeah. I anymore? O runs up to Chorus and then goes for the same two-headed, oh, or yeah. two-handed head blast. Okay, um, with so um, I, advantage now because it's bound. Love to love to see it. Yeah, uh, twenty. So 19 and 8, uh, 17. 19 and 17? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're good. Um, so we're looking at plus another four. So 13 points of fire damage total between the two. Plenty. Uh, you watch right. as O just liquefies Chorus's head. And Wick collects her rope and puts it back in her bag while she kind of mumbles and, to herself. And as Chorus is melting... Uh, as O is melting Chorus's head, <laughs> um, you watch his entire body and appearance start flickering again until it finally lands on this almost uh, fleshy bug-like uh, form. 
and it, it's got four limbs and its feet are like long and double jointed. Um, and, and well, the head is gone. So all that detail is here nor there. <laughs> um, but there are electric bits all throughout its skin. Similar to the big robot in the middle of the room. Totally or does different. that machine look different? Okay. Totally different. The one, the big machine in the room looks more like a vehicle. Um, okay. It could, it could possibly hold people inside or a weapon, but this looks more like a humanoid figure, but of like alien origin. Um, you've never seen a humanoid like this. And O couldn't care less. O is now running and shooting lasers at the flying robots. <laughs> going, ah! ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are all around uh, now deceased Chorus, and there are just, like, molten droids just dropping from the air. <laughs> or and drones. drones. Stop. <laughs> They're like, combat is over. <laughs> uh, and he immediately, like, snaps out of it and goes, so how did we do? <laughs> Oh, well, we did. We did great. Oh, good job. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. And then walks over, I mean, probably over the d- corpses of these robots that have fallen out yeah, of the sky. for sure. And says, and what is this? You did it. Yeah, you, I, just, you, I you did, did it? Thank you. Just quietly just say, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. And she gestures at the body. Have you ever seen anything like this? Oh, Maybe check your memory bank, see if there's anything in there. So it no. snaps upright and then eyes kind of roll back into the head. But uh, I mean, I think it will spin indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a repeating like while loop. It's just like, mm. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to make it crash. And she's got to come up with a whole new personality and name. <laughs> she starts tapping on the shoulder trying to get him to snap out of it. It's okay, it's okay. Um, says no answer well i think we figured out who chorus was i don't think he'll be answering any questions but this helps a little bit a shapeshifter snuck into town found three gullible gullible people and got us to come down here with the promise of helping us here's the question though where's drake our beloved lizard pet um, we need to figure that out. I have some bad news. <laughs> Wait, is that who we left it with? I thought that so. is who we yeah, left your lizard with, I'm with not, the promise he would put it in a pen. I'm not a kind of DM that's just going to like destroy your your riding lizard. All right. Um, anyone who believes will <laughs> do not go listen to season one because he is. Remember that time he made us get rid of all of our riding lizards at the end? Well, the season's almost done. You got rid of them now. Um, Yeah. Who needs them? The castle. (laughs) (laughs) These in the castle. I'm guessing there's no children. Um. There's something, though. I mean, he didn't just build this to trick us to come down here. Well, there's like other doors that we can see, correct? We can keep uh, exploring. Yes. yes, there are. If you guys like walk around the machine, like the machine would have blocked your view. You guys never like got to the other side, but LSR is always interested in wandering around, right? Um, so, so it's big. Yeah, we got so it. So yeah, you see uh, the ravine that you that you couldn't cross before. You see that to the west. There are three doors uh, to the north. Mm-hmm. Um, 
while I speak, let me see if I can actually get Owlbear to work out this time. Mm -hmm. Um, Down south in like that prop room, you see um, three doors as well that you guys haven't tried to open. Oh, there's that sneaky one in the diagonal. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, O will suggest, shall we each take a door? Sure. Sounds what like could a good go plan. wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then I guess oh, we'll move to the like westernmost door, like the one still heading north, but closest to the ravine, uh, and say, whenever you're ready. Okay. So you guys all were you trying to line up your door openings? Or were you guys just kind of going for it? I mean, oh, would. I, Is I it the same so. screen thing? Uh, no, these are, these don't have screens. Uh, they're like normal metal doors with like handles. Uh, I, try, I start jiggling the handle the second I walk up to it. Yeah, so LSR, you guys might not know it. LSR pulls the door, it's locked. Hmm. And I just yell out, My, mine's locked. And, and as, then it says, oh, we're opening? Okay. And then oh, <laughs> yeah. opens, oh, opens their door. And you, all of your doors are locked. I have a crowbar. <laughs> we could go one, one by one. Yeah, um, so you take out your crowbar and you start looking at the door and trying to find out where you can jimmy it in. And these look completely sealed and there's no keypad. There's just like a handle to open and close it, but there doesn't even be, seem to be a way to unlock it. Is there, there's no keyhole you said? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So there's nothing I could use my lock picks for? Mm-mm, not these doors? Just flush. Base lock picks. Then I'll shift over to this door. Yeah, same thing. You can feel it like move a little bit, maybe, but it, it's it's as locked as the others. Nuts. If uh, if O tries their uh, simple palm laser on the handle, like at the point of just like where the handle meets the door, does it uh, respond at all? No, you guys watch as O maybe out of frustration just starts to try to fry this door handle, and the metal gets like deep red, um, but it doesn't budge. Okay, then O turns back to the group and says, these doors are impenetrable, and then walks <laughs> back to, I guess, the central machine to just, like, observe and check out the, like, large legs. That's right. Yeah. Out of the center. Okay. So, like, out of the sides, uh, these big kind of legs kind of come up and then down. Um, and you can see that there is some sort of weapon being built in the center of the hole as you walk around. <laughs> That's a great idea, O. <laughs> almost, almost like a... Uh, like possibly like a laser that would be on a spaceship, but has been like disassembled on here and given legs. I holler out. I said, well, there's, there's doors back here. I'm going to go check those out. So I'll go and scurry over back here in the prop room. Yeah, Wick will head down there with him. Yeah. Cause there's nothing on fake chorus to search anyway, is it? Uh, no. I'm thinking of using this thing to ram doors open with. I'll go to the south. So yeah. Was, was that? Continue. No, you go. Oh, I was going to ask is if there seems to be any sort of like there are legs to move this laser, but is there any sort of like steering mechanism or something that looks like a cockpit? No, now that you see, and you you would all have reasons to believe it's not done, right? Like it was mid being manufactured. Oh, okay. So it's like a car on a lift. Um, gotcha. So LSR, you like go around and start opening the doors. Uh, the one you're currently at doesn't unlock. Or doesn't open. The one that Wick is at doesn't open. But you just kind of going door to door. The one that uh, Peg put her icon at, that southernmost, 
that yeah. one does open without any issues. Which right. how? Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if there's. Oh, they bang! I just opened first try there. Um, yeah. So as you guys walk in, I'm assuming Elsar first because he said he was going to go down. You walk in, and there is a lone keyboard input on the southernmost wall, and every surface of the rest of the walls are screens, and they're um, slowly cycling. Um, at first, you see that they're they're covering every room you've been in this cave in addition to other rooms you haven't seen. And in some of those videos, you see more alien type creatures like what Chorus ended up turning into when he died. Okay. Once it starts cycling, it keeps cycling and you start recognizing streets from Noth, the city you guys came from. Mm -hmm. And it's cycling through all different streets and buildings in the spaceport. And uh, you see, it's like a live feed of everything. And then I guess O will look up to the one of the screens that's, or at least at, at some point when it's blinking those kind of alien creatures and then turns to Peg and says, are these the children we're looking for? <laughs> Found them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Excellent. Um, How do we get there? I, I, we've been there before. I think we're done here. <laughs> I walk up and I just like punch a key on the keyboard. Yeah, and as, as you like hit the key, <laughs> yes. When when you hit the key, like one of the screens in front of you turns into like almost a command prompt. Um, so oh, will gesture that I'm very good with technology. I can keep this uh, or sort out this code. I said, yes, give it a give it a go. <laughs> uh, and then you all collectively see O type in a children. <laughs> and I hit enter. Yeah, and it, you hit enter, it gets logged, and then it comes back like a little text entry thing where you can like enter more text. Nothing happens. Uh, and then O turns to the group and says, that was not prompting for a password. We've <laughs> sorted out this command. Is there anything else you guys would like to try to put into the keyboard? Oh, O puts up a finger and says, I've got it. Uh, and then it says, run laser. <laughs> yeah. It hit run laser and it, nothing happens. And then it, so I really like that, that suggestion. <laughs> I wish I had something that, that I could have done. <laughs> uh, try try Miski. Okay. Oh, I said that totally wrong. And then That's I okay. tell you how to spell it. Types in Miss K E Y. <laughs> or Miska. Try Miska. Yeah, that was it. Oh, the the wolf spider, M I S K A. Yeah. Very well, M I S K A. Yeah, nothing nothing happens really to that. What about the name of the planet, Anadia? Uh, and then O ignores this prompt and types in unlock doors. Yeah, and you hear behind you, like in in outside near the the prop shelves, you hear those two doors unlock. Um, you have no reason to think the other doors didn't unlock. They're just really far away. <laughs> we're kind of like, did you ignore the prompt? Uh, and then <laughs> O turns to Wake and says, absolutely not. And then types in the planet word after unlocking. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nothing no, happens. No, no harm. I was just surprised. Good for you, buddy. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank way you. To, way to be. Way to be. Yeah, way to be. Good, good touch, brother. Robots will rule. Good touch. Oh. And then O turns to the group and says, shall we all take a door again? 
and then starts walking towards, I think, the, the machine doors, like the farthest north. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you go, oh, let me move the camera. Boop, boop, boop. So you guys going back up near the, the big machine or somewhere else? All right, LSR, Wick, I see you both. I think we're going to try these two, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, O was going north, but cool. I mean, what the other is doing. Um, uh, so who was down? It was LSR and Wick were down below, right? Yeah. Those two, if it ever shows you, uh, there's like bunk beds in there. Uh, maybe left the party. Oh, great. My probably just crashed. Um, <laughs> yeah. So LSR and Wick, you guys open the doors there next to the prop room and you see one of them's a small kitchen and the other one is like rows of beds. Uh, but there's nothing really of value in here unless you want some like kind of garbagey level food. You guys could take food from the kitchen. Take a quick bite to eat and scurry out. Okay. Um, so you guys go all by, by, you guys all go back up past the machine. You get to all four doors and they're all unlocked except for the one, oh, fried. That door is never going to open again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have removed the fog of war. You guys are going to use your, <laughs> you're going to use your imagination. Sex like I was not there. <laughs> you can, um, so if you guys open the doors that open, you just see like the, it's like a rock cave again. Um, unfinished and back to dark. So like this room and the prop room had the ceiling lights. These are back to just being kind of like raw cave tunnels. Okay. I'll uh, walk into this one. Which and then okay. um, at this, I, I can't, can I mark the thing at all? Yeah. There's a, there should be a, a little pen tool. Let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, there's like paintbrush. Yes. Yeah. That was way more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, look at that. Um, I'm going to uh, use dancing lights. To like illuminate the room? Yeah, because I get four torches. Sure. So I'll put one there and here and here. Yeah. So what you see is kind of similar to before you got into those two metal doors, right? The, there's no like stalactites that you think are going to turn into worms and fall on you. Um, there's like big boulders that you could like hide behind, but there's no reason to hide, right? Like you, you feel fairly safe in here. Yeah. Uh, and the machinery sound behind you, you can still hear that humming. Um, wait, no, you can't. Oh, destroyed all the drones. So, oh, did I get them all? Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> um, oh, excellent. <laughs> so it, it's back to that kind of like eerie quietness. Um, and like we were explaining last session, like when you hear dripping of water in caves here, because it's a desert planet, it really is just like a dense, quiet air. So I guess if there's no humming of the droids, then the group would hear O going into the next room and just kind of like let out a, like a, a calling hello. <laughs> hello? Yeah. So which Children? Room, which room are you going into? <laughs> uh, I think the, so the central one, like the, not the one that LSR yeah. and Peg went into, but the, mm -hmm. or sorry, I guess Wick wasn't in there, but anyway, the, the one between the other two. Yeah. So you go in there and... Perhaps you recognize the room from one of the computer screens. Um, oh, right. And when you echo out, there is, you hear um, like steps down and like slowly coming to you.
but you don't have dark vision. You do have a flashlight if you want to turn it on. Yeah. Uh, nah. I think what I will do is go back to the group and say, we've got friends coming. I think I found the children. <laughs> That's literally got like, like face bomb. <laughs> like, who is it now? Oh, great. I'm going to run over there. Um, not sure what to do yet, but run towards the center. Because I towards was just messing commotion. around with this other door. Yeah. Yeah. To where so our friend needs help. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, what do you ready, mean needs uh, help? I think we found the children. <laughs> Great job. Ready a, a shot. So, and my trigger will be if anything comes to that door. Sure. Yeah. So you guys, you guys close the door back up, um, and nothing approaches the door. Nothing tries to open it. Some time passes, and either the children turned around, or but they never mm-hmm. came to the door. Mm-hmm. You know, it's aliens. <laughs> Alien children? Is that what we're looking for? Uh, probably. Yeah. Why not? Sure. They're alien children. Well, then. Like chorus. Oh, well, friend Wick, I think we found the children just beyond this door. Um, that's convenient. That's great. To... What if we go check out this other room that's kind of lit up real quick? Yeah, I think we're trying to avoid the children now. It turned from finding them to avoiding them. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Noted. <laughs> yeah, so, Zach, you, uh, with going back in there, it, you, you don't hear anything, um, but it is, it's lit by fairy fire, or not fairy fire, dancing lights. Dan, what, is mm-hmm. this, what, is, what do these orbs of light look like? Um, do you want to put a color on them? Mm. I don't know. I don't remember and what I dancing lights look like. I picked them to be violet. Okay. Um, it is a. Oh, They're like little ten foot or five oh, foot wait, lights. Nope, 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 nope. I'm reading the wrong one. Sorry, that was very far. <laughs> I have four torch sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. They'll be a glowing orb. Very cool. And but they're only up for a minute, so they're probably gone. Back. No, we're about to be. Yeah. No, we. You got a little time. Isn't there a minute is ridiculous. I think Ola ask LSR if he did this. Did you make these lights? Yeah, uh I'm a, tra- a trash uh, sorry, a drow elf and um being a drow elf, I can do these things. It's drow stuff you wouldn't understand. Very impressive. Uh and then walks to the lights and forward. <laughs> so you kind of like walk in between the lights and go go on. Yeah, kind of in, both admiring the lights, but also using them as a as a way to see farther down the tunnel. And I can use a bonus action, so I'm going to move one of the lights next to like the next bend into the tunnel. Yeah, cool. So yeah, you secret tunnel. The room gets much smaller, um, and maybe only you know eight to ten feet overhead where the room behind you was a little bit larger and more open, this is going to start getting claustrophobic where some of the spaces are only five foot like wide um, and you can kind of squeeze through, but it kind of just winds and you can feel the elevation changing quite a bit. So when you entered this area, it was going down and you feel like you're going, you're in like kind of like the lower portion of this cave. Once you hit here, it starts like climbing up slowly. All right, I keep walking. I'm putting it together now that I'm, I'm thinking over and over again about our conversation with Chorus and why are we here again? And that him saying, um, oh, how'd you make it this far? Like, I'm slow. <laughs> so 
starts just hitting me that, oh my gosh, she wanted to kill us. <laughs> yes, you guys, you guys keep moving and you're having this like inner struggle of like, why would someone want to kill us? Yeah, I was in fight or flight before and now it's all hitting me as we're in this tunnel. Yeah, I think, guys. oh, well, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good, though. Oh, oh, we'll just ask it for this to be confirmed. Like, why Why would someone want to kill you? And by association, then me. <laughs> and I would just say, I'm like, try to, try to kill us. What do you, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, we got to get through this tunnel. Get to get the children. Come on. <laughs> Always in agreement. <laughs> Wick doesn't say anything, but you're just telling her face she'll never trust anyone ever again. <laughs> It's the tiger all over again. Oh, dang it. Damn you, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you guys keep going down? You're going to keep traversing this tunnel? Dan, are you going to keep moving your orbs? It says a bonus action, but... We're not in combat, so... So, So, yeah. Sure. You, like, light your orbs or you're using your flashlights. You see that this it turns right, but also pockets into this little inlet. And as you guys get closer and closer, you see um, behind a rock in that little inlet, one of those alien creatures throw over a giant gun, like big rifle over on top of it and fire. Uh, Elsa, you're the leading. I know. Sorry. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, 17. Okay. It does uh, 13 damage. And what you, what you see is where um, LSR has been firing, you know, very consistently, like these bullets, um, this big rifle shoots like a molten piece of lead. So what you see is almost like a tracer round in our modern time, just like this red orb. And when it hits LSR, this like hot metal goes right through you and like exits the backside. And it's just like super hot. Maybe uh, what's it called when you burn a wound? Cauterized. It's like instant cauterized. Uh, and I look down, I say, uh, perfect. We're all good. Yeah. And <laughs> and you can peek, hear... You peek through it, put a finger in it, maybe? <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is fine, fine. After he fires at you, he gets behind it, and you can hear the gun charging. Um, so let's all roll initiative one more time as you figure out how to shoot this guy's behind cover. Uh, so, oh, we'll turn to, uh, I guess, yeah, to LSR, who's been shot, and says... Oh, are these the children or an enemy? <laughs> I turn to go, they are definitely not the children, and this hurts extremely bad. Uh, so it gives a thumbs up, eyes dialing, goes, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> goes Kool-Aid man this, again. Just runs towards the boulder that is blocking this alien, is that right? Yeah. It's, okay, it's so like the, the multi-limbed, very similar to what Chorus looked like. Right, okay, great. I've put and, a little token and, on the map for you. And they're partially behind cover, or can I get around to get a clear shot? I mean, you could jump over the rock, but yeah, he's like crouched behind cover. So right now he's actually behind full cover. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, and so can I get within like melee range? Like, can I yeah. try to blast his head? Perfect. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do. All right. Must so... be shape shifted as a goblin. If you can use hide after an attack. Be there. Was that? Said he must be shapeshifted oh. as a goblin if he could use hide after attack. <laughs> All right. Also, definitely not learning in that I'm jumping behind a full cover with a shapeshift. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> uh, okay. So, sorry, a 14 and a 22. Okay. 
All right. Uh, 22 does hit. The 14 misses. Okay. Uh, so seven points of damage as I get one laser blast into their head or however I get. Yeah. So everyone behind the rock just sees like a red glow on the back wall behind you guys. And maybe the scream of like a creature you've never heard before. (laughs) And just the faint growl of, Oh, going, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Uh, where are you guys? Wick, you are next. Uh, I'm just going to start moving up that way because I can't get in range yet. Yes, you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to wait right here Okay. to see what transpires. Sounds good. So your turn is movement, LSR. So they're behind the thing. They're still scuffling completely covered with all of them? Yeah. Then I will like kind of charge up to this corner here. Okay, and let me. I can't really move that far. Yeah, don't worry. Let me just so it's like clear. Like that green thing, that's like the wall he was behind. So you could like get around, you could climb, you could do whatever. It's probably about four feet. So he was like sitting on his butt, like with a rifle. So, but the only person who knows that is O, who leapt over and just fried him. Um, All right, so you're moving there. Uh, Peg. I'm going to run around this other side. And see if I can hide there. Or is that bad for you? Bad for me? Yeah, the fog of war. I just want to hide in another spot. (laughs) I see. Sorry, yeah, it didn't didn't update right away. Um, See if we trigger any other people. (laughs) That's... Yeah, Yeah, no worries. There's no other people. You just see the tunnel kind of, like, kick back and turn into that corner. Um... Because, yeah, there's people behind that still that we hear that LSR is talking about. There, um, yeah, there was. Uh, o found someone else in a different room. At least, there's at least one guy. Elsewhere. On yes. Yeah. That we don't know where yet. Okay. But you know it was in a room that you guys didn't go in. I'm not going to try to find him. Okay. I'm just going to run as far I as I have range I think to run. not finding him is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Then it goes to the, the alien who's going to try to attack O because that's the only person there. Um, oh, we're not going to do that. So, yeah, it's just going to go. It's going to try to, like, muster its rifle around and just fire it at you. Uh, 16. Yeah, that'll hit. And that's 15. Okay. You're not down yet, are you? <laughs> no, but I'm very close. Okay. So you guys see, you hear another shot go through and maybe like rip through um, O. And then it goes to Wick. I was going to wait for him to take a shot, but since that didn't happen, I'm going to run. Oh, he took a shot. At, at me. <laughs> at me. I'm going to jump over the boulder and try to hit him from behind. Okay. Action. <laughs> Suspense. 17 to hit? Yeah. And then I, uh, for my bonus action, another unarmed strike. Sorry, it was 7 to hit. What was the damage? 4. Okay. And then uh, 18 to hit the second one? Yep. For uh, 5 damage that time. Cool. And then LSR? There are now 
two people you know behind this wall. I guess uh, <laughs> with the shapeshifter, you can see, you can actually well no Peg can see O, so Peg saw O get shot because he's like a little bit What's behind. The height of it? It's is it like a mound or an actual wall or like just a pile of rocks or like a big rock? All right, I jump okay. on top of the rock. Okay. And I pull out my rifle and I'll... yeah, and you immediately notice like your rifle's not as good as his. Yeah, I know that because it went through my body. Yeah, so already yeah. been there, done that. But I appreciate so, the guts of bringing your rifle out. Hey, Amen. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. I love it. I love it. It's how you use it. <laughs> and uh, sixteen. Yep, that's good. Suck it. See, that's like the part of D&D where like attacking doesn't make sense. Like you're standing over him with a gun. Like you can roll a five and you really should still be able to hit him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, no, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wildly right. unskilled at using this rifle. <laughs> um, I uh, hit him for nine. That's a pretty good hit. You know, sometimes that. All right. And then Peg. I hate oh, this. sorry. I've been. Oh, dang. I've been rolling the wrong dice for that. Oh, really? Well, as long yeah. as it's been a lower one, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. There's <laughs> a D6. It's supposed to be a D8. Oh, mistakes. All right. What are you gonna do? Peg. Because how is he looking? You can't. From, can I see? You okay, can't. I can only see. Oh, I'm going to run me. over there. And now that it's clear, we're not going to try to run away from this fight. Um. <laughs> Pig's like nobody, no. nobody else. No, oh, nobody. Okay, okay, okay. We're not just gonna run towards the exit. <laughs> no, they're trying to murder us. Okay, um, and I'm going to try to clunk him in the head because I'm doing mental math of like I could tie him up, but that's not gonna. He's still gonna die. So I yeah, will, will. I got a ten to hit though. Cool. And now that you're all there and you're specifically going for the head. What you see on him that you didn't see on Chorus is the entire back of his head has like a computer hardware in it. And that from that huh. computer hardware, there's wires that like exit and enter his body again. All right. Sorry. How much what was the attack? Oh, it was 10 to hit. I don't uh, think it's going to. No, that does not hit. Okay. It goes so back done. to his turn. He's going to turn around and go for a shot at Wick. Uh, 21. That's a that hit. That hits. Yeah. Uh, 15. Okay. I'm going to use deflect missiles. Ooh. Um, what? So I'll use my reaction to deflect or catch the missile. Well, all um, right. You, you you do not want to catch it. It's molten, well, to... it's molten metal. <laughs> sure. Just want to give you a heads up. Then. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll I deflect, deflect or deflect it. it. Yeah, no, yeah. deflecting is fine. I just want to give you a heads up for a little bit of meta. <laughs> I guess I rolled it as a hit, like a 20 plus 5, right? I'm That's sure. a 16. To hit me? Yeah. Yeah, that hits me. But did you, have to catch, did, did you have to roll first to see if you could deflect it? When you use your reaction to deflect the yeah. missile, when you are hit, when you do so, the damage you take is reduced by 1d10 plus 6. Oh, if I reduce it to 0, right. then I can hit you. So you reduced it. I, I think oh, cool. I, I believe I did uh, 15. So 
No, I only reduced it by eight, so I can't. Eat cool. It back so you, you you do like somehow like maybe it's going for your chest, and you're able to use your claw, just like a sp- and like yeah. yeah, and like it still burns you, which makes sense, and you didn't catch it, which makes sense. But I uh, only take seven damage instead of fifteen. Yeah, perfect. All right, LSR. And I, I scream out. I say it's wild that in melee range he would still be using a ranged weapon, and I shoot him again. <laughs> the one who's in melee range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. that. Was my I thing. I like the hypocrisy. It's good. <laughs> just incredible amounts of props to you, Dan, for playing your character in such a way that that actually makes sense to character for you to say that. <laughs> yeah. Not so bright. Yeah. <laughs> um. That is sixteen. Yep. Sweet. Sweet. Use the correct correct dice this time. Little roll the secret d- hack roll the of jeez, <laughs> uh, it was way worse. It was so much worse. Uh, five. Roll d six. Um. Yeah. I <laughs> All right, Peg. Oh, well, oh wait, was, wait. Was before better, so. <laughs> before Wick, I skipped uh, O's turn. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's fine. Uh, so, uh, before, I mean. No, before Wick, actually. I just... Oh, because I'm third. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So go I, you'll go after. Okay, okay. Oh, what do you want to do? It's the same thing. Because blast yeah. in the head, if possible. Uh, and two very good rolls. A natural 20 and a 22. Yeah, I would say both of those hit. Great. And so how do you do? How do we do? Uh, double the dice 20? roll and then add the modifier. So okay. roll it twice. And then add them together? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, great. Uh, so 18 points of damage on the crit <laughs> and four Shoot. points of damage on the non-crit. Somebody's carrying the weight. Yeah, and you guys watch as he does that. And similar to Chorus, this this man whose head you did get to see this time um, is just melted. And the, the wires from the back of it kind of pop out and are filled with like um, electric like filaments. And you watch and- him hit the floor. And O looks up to his or to their friends and goes e <laughs> and then runs down the north tunnel or the north branch. Yeah, so you go straight up. What are you guys gonna do? It's like, I, I yell at I yell back to O and say, You you good, buddy? I'm gonna <laughs> run after combat's over. Uh, and then immediately like I'm like, oh and then like upright turns and says, How did we do? <laughs> she just leans over and just like huh. You did great. Yeah. And I believe you did great as well. Where are we off to next? <laughs> That's well, the direction you were going. Just we need to go a little slower. I think. Very well. Before I continue walking, I want to know, if, is the chip easily accessible in the back of this person's head that we could examine later? I could remove it? No. On the next head, not that head. No. Oh, it, 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 is, it, is, it is like your, your Mac Mini in the back <laughs> of the head. And from it, this one, this Mac Mini has ports. So from it, there's like wires that kind of enter and then re-enter all over the body. That was a sick tech burn. Thank you. Can I, this one has ports. Can I take uh, take the gun? You can. I'll give you the stats later. Actually, I'll give you this. I, get, you know, I mean, I have it now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give you the stats. Uh, I think O looking at themselves uh, recognizes that they are significantly injured and says, uh, do any of you know how to repair me? 
I might have just the thing. Um, and I dig left. around in my bag. Oh, yeah, because you've got them, right? Okay. Well, no, you have them, but I used one last time, so there's three left. Okay. Um, and I pass you a potion. Uh, that's 2d4 plus 2. Uh, and I guess O will ask how to use this? Uh, guzzle it down. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't talked about space potions. So For a space robot. <laughs> yeah, just just ex- just come up with a way it, it fix the robot. It's like oil here, and then yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. put it on your joints a little bit, and I will okay. help you put it on your joints. Great, yeah. Just kind of like uh, just yeah. doses itself in the potion and the various wounds that it has acquired, uh, and I'm assuming it just kind of like vinegar and baking yeah, soda fizzes. It bubbles up real gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just makeshift repairs, just kind of like repairing a, a, a junker car. Middle yeah. school science fair volcano bubbles up. Except it's synthetic flesh. It yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and sorry, how much does it heal? 2d8? 1d8? 2. 2d4 plus. 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 right. plus 2. That's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, well, while I may not use this currently, I would be very okay with holding on to one of those potions now. <laughs> I toss you one. <laughs> Thanks. I just put it in a little chest pocket. Uh, and O turns to LSR and says, they are quite effective. Good as new? Or almost? Absolutely not, but... Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. I head after O, because I think he's or they're oh, kind of leading us. Oh, is absolutely uh if ever I mean if everyone's ready, uh O will check in with everyone. Yep, everyone's I'm good, good to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh and then turns to Elisar and say, Would you uh create or continue with the lights? I can't do that. <laughs> I can only do that once. Uh, very well, then we go in literally blind and then <laughs> right into the I, know, I say, uh, don't, don't you have a flashlight? You oh, do, yes, of course. You do have a <laughs> memory, tink, tink, tink. And You've then got like a flashlight built into your head. Oh, great, like out of my eyes? <laughs> it can be. <laughs> your eyes like, like like lottery machine roll back and they go from like the laser red that they just faded from and flip yeah. on to C-3PO, but they're bright. <laughs> Okay. So uh, and then, yeah, O continues down. This tunnel actually goes and keeps climbing up, up, up. And then as you guys take the bends around, you start seeing light pour in through um, an opening. And if you guys keep approaching it, what the, the hard, rocky forms around you start turning into um, sand. And as you guys exit, you're, you see the sky and Far in the distance, you see the city, but you are on the opposite side of the giant canyon that was formed. Hmm. So Across. immediately, immediately when you exit, you feel like this hot sun and the temperature quickly rising because you guys were in the cave system. So it's like we've exited the mouth of a t- like a mouth of a cave, like we've yeah okay. But rather than like being in the side of a mountain or something, this kind of comes right out of the ground. It's Great. not vertical, but it's like near. It's like super steep. So what do you guys what do you guys want to do? You're 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 now exited the tunnel. You could go back in if you want. There's definitely rooms that you haven't checked out. Um, or you could just appreciate that you have exited with your lives. Let's say I mean 
we obviously have that child that O found in the other room that we. You want to go after the child? Oh, that's why we're here, isn't it? I don't uh, know why we're here anymore. I think we were here to die. <laughs> why? And if I understand correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, but on those screens we saw that there are they're basically living here, and then they go to the town and impersonate halflings or whoever. And uh, so we don't know who is really who anymore. Is that right, Wick? And she's just looking sad and downtrodden, just thinking of the kids she was playing with like two days ago and wondering whether they're real or not or whether they're <laughs> in these tunnels or what's going on. And she doesn't say uh, anything, really. I think I'm good here, but I don't know how to get across to the city. <laughs> um, but LSR, you want to see if you can... What What were you interested in? Oh, I was just saying, I thought about the, the other room. There was a guy there. Was he something that we need to help? Oh, help. <laughs> I thought, I mean, you said the children were here. There's no children. We haven't found them yet. <laughs> I think Ola will ask for clarification. Are we looking to find the children or avoid the children? There aren't Good. any children, you two. <laughs> <laughs> he lied <right>. to us. <laughs> Immediately, like, everything starts piecing together. I'm like, oh, my gosh. There are no children, but they are building a weapon to attack that town. Or at least something on the planet. Where it took Peg, like, halfway through the last tunnel. It's all finally coming together. (laughs) LSR is like, we need to leave. We can't leave because we're back at square one, except now square one is full of blood and people who want to kill us. Ah, tragedy. I guess we have to kill everything. <laughs> and oh, we'll say very well. And then we're going to walk. <laughs> right back back to the <laughs> I wonder oh, if gosh. there's anything in that giant robot they were building that we can use to repair the ship. We have a ship? There is a ship. Hey, real quick, do you know anything about, and she says a part number that she overheard you say in the last episode when you were in a different memory? System. Yeah, and oh, hearing this, like there is saved in you like a, a shopping list of things that you were supposed to be looking for, um, and like that comes in. You, you might not know why you have that memory, but you do recognize that and like feel like you do. You were looking for one. Yeah, I think I will speak it in the voice of the last person to record that, or the the like memory the, log the pilot, of that. Like yeah, the, yeah, Ronag. Yeah. Ro- yeah. Ro- yeah. <laughs> Would they know what it looked like? If we did go look, I guess it was just a part number. It wasn't what it was. No, there's a very good chance. It might, it might even be the type of thing like he'll recognize it if he sees it, you know, like he might not have like a conscious of like what it looks like, but, um, which is like a scanning parts and then finding, yeah. Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah. Like, okay. oh, that's it. So for Do you guys mind, if we go look at the ship, I mean, we might be able to take some parts off of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, then I'm going to go down with uh, Wick to check out this uh, robot. Yeah. Okay, so you guys all go back down to that machine. Do you guys, like, start... What do you guys start doing? Like, trying to tear it apart? What? Well, no, we just wait for O to scan it and see if there is anything in there. Uh, so then, yeah, O will spend some time just, uh, I don't know, highlighting each part and recognize or trying to find if it is at all and logged back yeah. in the recesses of their mind. So you know that there was some... Uh, like shielding for the outside that you needed. 
and you you assume you could use some of this outer casing for that. There was um, three or four different types of wires, and you're able to find that. You're able to almost click off everything on the list except for the energy core, which would be like very specific to a space shuttle. Okay, then O relays this to the group and, and just points it out, and, and I think, again, it repeats that same voice that has been recorded and logged, so pointing out to a section and then relaying what that thing is and then pointing out to a section, relaying what else, what part that is as well. Wow. So we got the parts after all. Well, you see the parts. Or most of them. Oh, so now we have to crowbar this out. And carry it. <laughs> and carry it. <laughs> Just, is it heavy? I mean, yeah, heat shielding would be very heavy. The wires, you could, I think you could like... Uh, almost like going into an abandoned house, right? You could pull the wires out of the walls and and get those out fairly easy. But Mm -hmm. the heat shielding would be, it'd be like big sheets of like steel or space steel. Okay, well, I'll start stuffing my pockets with the things that I can put in there. Sure. If we can get the big stuff, if we can get the big stuff off and piled up, we can come back with the lizard and start carrying it back to the ship. Why didn't we bring the lizard? It couldn't fit. Well, it couldn't, couldn't get fit it down the, the zip, zip line. line. We still don't really know how to get out of here across the ravine. Which Chorus told you you couldn't get it down the zip line. Yeah, lying that's son true. of a bee. Uh, well, he's dead. So lying dead son of a bee. <laughs> uh, did did O destroy the? I guess two questions. Are those zippy little robots? Uh, did they? get damaged so much that we couldn't repair them into do they look like they could carry something heavy uh first question we'll solve both of them yeah totally fried uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> they were they were small right like maybe a little foot or two with like just a few tools on it so your laser okay. would have just like joyfully destroyed them gotcha but they also didn't look like they probably oh well also look like could these have lifted up this giant prob- thing that we were supposed no, to now carry prob- well maybe like a bunch of them could like they probably inserted them but um it would also be really hard to like fly through that five foot tunnel with a piece of metal um maybe all of you could like drag one out you're just gonna have to figure out like is it worth all this effort which maybe it is like you guys could like spend you know, hours just kind of like taking things apart and bringing it to the surface. Someone's going to find us if we do it for hours because there's more people in here, right? You heard people, didn't you, O? Uh, absolutely. I think I found the children. <laughs> the children, the children. The Let's children. clear them out. Uh, and then I think O will ask a quick question. Query, uh, how are the children getting here? That's a good question. How did any of these people get here? How did we get here? You know, well, we a zip came line. down. That's zip the only I know, a zip line. On and the then we crapped around some bugs. And then rocks fell behind us. Boy. And now I know we're, we're, we're new on this planet, but this does not feel right that this group, and she motions everyone, has infiltrated that nice city full of nice people who welcomed us and are building whatever this is to seemingly attack them. We should, we should probably tell somebody about this i mean chorus was working on a ship he wasn't just walking down the street he's been there for a while acting like he's part of the town we should tell somebody else okay so, good oh. point <laughs> <laughs> so i right. don't even know who to tell in town who to trust yeah it's but like you're right let's, 
Mm-hmm. I miss my lizard, so I'm going to grab the smallest thing that we need because very and uh, I guess yeah, some groups of wires and, and like wiring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they shove it in my pockets and stuff. And it's in my bag. Out. Yeah. Right, so oh, actually, I'm very weak. I have negative one strength. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so LSR, Wick, you guys kind of take some wires, other pits that you think might be useful, things that O was like reading off. Um, Mm -hmm. Peg, what did you want to do? Yeah, I've been stuffing my bag with wires. I can't carry that much more. Making like a yarn ball? Yes. (laughs) And we can probably get help later if we want it. And then O, finally, what does O want to do? I mean, O will try to pry off the biggest piece of shielding. Yeah. (laughs) Just... Happily, just what? Well, we got this, and then just like I, I picture you like jumping on top of it and like hanging as you like try to peel back like sheets of metal. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, we could say you get out, you know, a human-sized sheet. Maybe not the biggest okay. thing, but like a, a, nice. a chunk. And then just awkwardly walks around yeah. while everyone else is trying to be stealthy of just holding this big like, piece. Banging and dragging. Clinging into the walls, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we end today's session, uh, what would you be your plan to how are you guys going to get on the other side of this thousand foot canyon? Hmm. Can we go I down? Yeah. I mean, No. <laughs> It's thousand line. feet. It's thousand feet down. No, wide. I don't know how deep it would be. It'd be pretty deep. I'm um, hundreds there, like, of feet any deep. Kind of path or any type of uh, or we have to climb down. It'd be like climbing down the Grand Canyon. I haven't been there. Oh, Twelve so. hour. No, uh, it would be near impossible <laughs> to climb down. What if we found a uh, a burro? <laughs> Or a donkey for you Americans. Uh, thank you. I was wondering what you're saying. <laughs> um, yeah, if you find if you find a, a burrow or a donkey, yeah, you'll be good. Mm, okay. You don't. I don't find any. No. Yeah. So that's Sorry. interesting. Well, and how how did we get here again? This was through a zipline across. Yeah. Or? So across this canyon, you can see like a spaceport behind the city, and maybe even if you like look, you can see like a wire that kind of comes towards the the canyon wall and is still like in it, but like crumbled. So it's kind of like half hanging out. Um, That's inconvenient though. So I mean, it's perfectly in the wall and stable. If you can figure out how to get down to that wire, (laughs) you could shimmy. Yeah. No, I'm just going to tie myself to O and have him use his booster gloves. Um, like hold on to one wire and then use the other hand to like <laughs> iron man himself across sure yeah or I his think elbows from behind the shield will say that is an excellent idea <laughs> <laughs> bangs into a wall uh, um, uh. so that's what we're trying to do right now to end it we're trying to get across oh gosh um, I, I think we're I think like a goal as we do like most sessions is like where could you guys like rest and like the desert and this hole is probably not the safest space you could try and then we could pick up next session with what happens then Um, i really think like i would just (laughs) rig up a not it sounds more complicated i'm gonna make it sound really complicated but like tie the rope 
like sling it over the zip line, tie the bottom, and then secure myself to that rope, and then just pull across with my hands. Like you're going that down a, good. a zip sense. line at a summer camp, but yeah. I'm pulling myself the other way. You'll be, yeah, you'll be exhausted by the end. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could say like each of you try to, because it's not very far down the wire, right? It's weak. I even split my rope with Peg since she's used all of her rope to tie up other stuff. <laughs> Thanks, because all I have are sheets that I made into a rope, and I don't think that's going to work here. It might not help. <laughs> no. Okay, that sounds horrifying. I'll do it. It'll take me a lot longer. Elsa, are you going to try to do the same thing? Uh, I turn the O and I'm like, you're a robot. You could probably do something here. I mean, you want to help me out here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, O will offer. I mean, I will gladly drop the shielding to help us get across. I think that's a plan. So I think like, boom, as it clangs <laughs> and then goes to, and then I think the same, oh, actually, I don't know if the palm laser will actually like, if there's enough kick, but I think we'll at least say like yeah, or you can or use rocket your punch. rocket punch. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, you've right. got enough weird things that you can like gimmick your way across this wire. Yeah, so I think then uh, then oh will kind of grab because you said the rockets come out of the elbow, yeah. so I think oh will kind of like grab on top of the wire, so that way the arms are running parallel with sure. the the cable, uh, and then kind of like the head will kind of come on. over and then offer for LSR to grab on. <laughs> Yeah, I like full piggyback a koala bear onto him. Great, and then absolutely just like slowly but steadily as the rocket punch like thrusters. <laughs> oh, I slowly whisper into O's ear, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> but just it's so slow. <laughs> it's like, like making it. <laughs> Eventually, you guys get there. It becomes sunset. Elsa, you do see your your guard drake um tied up where he said he was going to craig um, my boy craig, oh, right, craig. <laughs> i forgot <laughs> and it, uh-huh. it being night everything is starting to shut down and i'm assuming you guys would go head back to your ship maybe or do you want to try to find a hotel here or do you want to try to find a guard here i cuddle up with craig and you're gonna sleep, you're gonna sleep at the, the spaceport like I don't think we're, we're not going looking around anywhere. Like we don't trust anybody right now. At least no. Wick doesn't. I'm going to go to a hotel or something. I am gassed and also half dead. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to take a nice long rest. But what are you guys well, want? Do you guys want to like Dan, you could sleep on the guard Drake's back as you guys slowly walk back to your ship. That's more of how I'm thinking. <laughs> Craig has energy. <laughs> Craig, sure. Craig should have Fine. the energy of your puppy right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Craig is Craig is god tier right now. He's just really killing it. <laughs> all right, so that's that. We'll just we'll end our session today. We'll pick back right up with home. you figuring out yeah. what to do with all this In new information. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Only trust. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. This was a blast. Um, mm-hmm. That was fun. I can tell you're probably our most experienced D D player, <laughs> and it has been a blast. Just playing with someone who was like free to do any choice they wanted. It was really, really fun. It's so liberating knowing that there's zero long-term consequences to my actions. <laughs> zero. <laughs> yeah. In fact, your character won't remember this tomorrow. No. Yeah. I think I, uh, at least O's session would end with acknowledging everyone, saying good night. I will never forget this. And then. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, thank you again, Andrew, for joining us. Um, like we had mentioned in the very beginning, you can get Neverland on your website, colbisneat.com. Uh, yeah, the links, I mean, it's available wherever you get like books. So like yeah. Amazon or Barnes I think, Noble, like, I, all those. Yeah. I think I supported Amazon with this purchase. Which gotcha. Not great, but I got it. Uh, and yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> you you supported. Um, yeah, so, I appreciate yeah. That. so you can also get it like at any game stores. Like if, if they don't have it in stock, they can order it if you want to shop local. So which would be options. You should ask your game shop to go pick it up. Oh, yeah, that would be, be, be awesome. the end for them. That's, um, everyone wins. Yeah. Yeah. That. And thank you so much. People can follow you at Colbisneat on Instagram. Yeah, everywhere. Twitter. Uh, those are the two. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram mostly. That's but great. that's a, a big blanket everywhere. Yeah. That's great. Thank you again. Uh this yeah, was, thanks for having me. We've been looking forward to this mm -hmm. for a while and it's just been a blast. Courtney, where that's can we stuff. find you? On Instagram, Courtney M. Leach. Dan. Uh Daniel at Trin. Daniel Churn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Zach, where can we find you? I am uh, at ZS Wilkinson on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Noble Folk Design on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find all things Dungeons and Designers at DN Designers Pod on Twitter, Instagram. And I think that's it. Um, thank you so much. We will see you guys in a couple weeks with uh, the next session. Bye. Woo. Bye. See you <laughs> That's another episode of Dungeons & Designers. Intro music is by Mon Plaisir. Editing and animation was done by me, your friendly DM, Will. Find this and more in the description. <laughs>